Hello, and welcome to Friends on the Fringe. I'm your host with the most, Michael Mordanga, and I'm with a host with even more most. My name there, is, host? I am. My name is Ethan Cook. Hello, I'm the friend. Ethan. I'm the friend on the fringe. Yes, you are. <laughs> so we haven't been on the podcasts in so long. Do you think our fans are sad? Well, I, I think they're sad enough that we got another letter to uh, bring up another topic. So I, I think that uh, I think we gave them enough missing of us that they wanted more. Mm. You're so modest, Ethan. We have a separate room filled with letters. What? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I get like 10 letters a day. Just begging, begging for our wisdom and our knowledge. All right. Well, what uh, what letter do you got for us today? Well, today I picked one at random, and it has everything to do with Thanksgiving coming up. So, you know, thank you, God, for that coincidence. But our letter says, this is from Joseph America of Freedom, Ohio. Dear Mike and Ethan, I was told in my young adult class that being proud to be an American is a form of idolatry because it is not God's perfect kingdom and that there's no proof that we're working with God's plan for the world. Does that mean I can't be thankful to live in America? Wow. Thank you, Joseph. Mm -hmm. Idaho, that's one of the the four states I haven't been to. So uh, someday I want to go there. I'll have to check out Freedom, Idaho. Yeah, I, I definitely want... Some authentic mashed potatoes from Idaho. Well, so there's a lot packed into this question here, right? We, we, they've been told that it's, I guess there's three words that uh, stick out to me that we want to look at real quick before we dig in too deep. I was told among the young adult class that being proud to be an American is a form of idolatry. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the question is, can I be thankful to live in America. Well, isn't that the two conversation landmines during Thanksgiving? Um, someone's either bashing America and you try to say something positive and they, you know, they poo poo on you or someone saying something wonderful about America and you try to bring up a criticism and they poo poo on you. And it seems like those two things can't exist in the same conversation. Uh, yes. And I was always taught that there's three things you don't talk about at a family dinner, especially a holiday dinner, and that is politics, religion, or finances. Ooh. Uh, and so uh, if if if, you, if it, the topic gets brought up, then I know someone's broken the rule. Um, so what would you say about the religious finances of the Democratic Party? Man, would you pass the gravy, please? I'd like some more <laughs> for my Idaho potatoes. <laughs> That's a good answer. All right. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's some terms here we got to define. First one I thought would, it, it, we use it a lot, but the word proud. Ha, Mike, let's say I'm a, an international student learning English and I'm trying to understand what does the word proud mean? And so, in basic terms, how would you define it? Um, well, you know, it's, I think it's the belief that you're 
country, if we're talking about country, the country in origin has done more good than it's done bad. That it's a majority of it, at least, has not ruined lives, but actually worked to uplift them. And you want to celebrate that on some on some level. Mm-hmm. And I think it comes with a either an attitude or a feeling of what what I'm trying to think. What what way would you define? So you're when you're proud. If I'm proud of my son, I'm I'm happy because he 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 did something I liked. Um. Which isn't a bad thing, right? It's not bad to be proud, but mm-hmm. is there is there different versions of proud? Like, oh yeah, I'm proud of my son, or or am I so proud about my of my son that all I talk about is my son? Yeah, or, or my the, country. My son can do no wrong. Versus, hey, in this instance, my son used his free will to do something wise and uh, very praiseworthy. Yeah. Proud, and so proud can be a, an attitude and even a a behavior sometimes mm-hmm. in, a, in a good ways, but also negative ways. Yeah, and you know we can be proud about anything. We're proud of our video game brands, our countries, our children, our favorite restaurant, favorite fast food. There's a little proudness in in all of that, oh. and it. Yeah, it, it does. But if things don't go, so I can be proud of my car if I was able to run away from the cops and they couldn't catch me. But I would not be proud if my car ran out of gas in my pursuit out of crime. Yeah, <laughs> you would not be idolizing your car in that instance. Yes, I would not be happy about it. All right, so the the next word is idolatry, and that, that kind of links with pride or mm-hmm. proud. Um, what what do we make of that word? How do we define that in some easy terms? Um, I think it's anything you anything finite that you think is. I, I'm I'm speaking Christian terms here, um, as in like this is the landmine us Christians are not supposed to step on, but in terms of anything you anything that's finite that you think can stand on its own. And, you know, is not a product of God, but is in and of itself is like an ultimate. Or at least, at least you, you use it as like a life-giving substance in your own life. Um, be it a, like a chemical or a food or a product or a person or a nation. Yeah, I think it could be... Um... I had to make sure I understood the word finite because usually I hear the word infinite. Mm-hmm. Um, but finite, right, would be having limits or bounds. Um, and so that would fit with. Uh, so if I'm a, a football fan and I have a certain quarterback that I just idolize, mm-hmm. would mean that I, you know, have his jersey number. I've got his helmet. He's the background on my phone. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he's my fantasy football number one pick he he's all i talk about to the point where you're sick of me talking about him um, but i put him above everything right i think he is the ultimate and and something that you said as well would be that he can do no wrong like he is yeah. just perfect 
And man, I wish I was like him. I think often fits with there that somebody else. I used to work with a guy and he loved the Lions. Tony Romo and the Lions were his, I would say, he went a little too far with them. Um, wait, wait, hold up, hold up. The, Tony Romo played for the Cowboys. Oh, my gosh. I, the, I always get the Lions and the Cowboys mixed They're up. both gray and blue, so that's okay. But if there's any football fans listening, they might uh, be like, wait, what is that? Uh, so, yeah, so the, you, the Cowboys and yeah, idolization. So yep. You can tell I don't idolize anyone in the NFL because I don't know teams. But and You can tell I, I might. <laughs> yeah. So whenever these guys and I, I went to his house and they were doing like a recap of when the Cowboys lost and when Whoa. when he saw like I think it was Tony Romo like fumble, uh, he threw the remote on the ground and like the battery spilled out. And this was a game he already saw, but just being reminded that his team could do wrong sent him into a rage. Yeah, that is true. Uh, and I may have been done that before myself. But anyway, not talking about me today. We're yeah. talking about Joseph in Idaho. Yes. Um, so, so the question was, I was told in my young adult class that being proud to be an American is a form of idolatry. And I think that that is a little bit different from the question at the end about being thankful to live in it. So... I was told, so is it, is it idolatry to be proud that you live in your country? Um, and for us, mm-hmm. America, I think would yeah. be the first question to, to talk about. The second question is, is proudness and thankfulness the same thing? Right. Or can they be different? I think different. I mean, you, they're they're spelt differently. That's always the <laughs> first difference I noticed. Case closed. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, because being proud of something and being thankful, how are they different? <clears throat> Let me think on that hmm. one. Well, you know, thankful is addressing the fact that someone gave it to you. Someone afforded you this opportunity and you're recognizing that that person gave you something good. Mm -hmm. And I think when you're, when you're proud, I think this is like the major dividing line. Correct me if I'm wrong. The major dividing line is when you're proud of your son, you're not necessarily thankful that God gave you a son. Or that your son was, you know, provided as a gift. You're more proud that your son used his free will to do something to make you happy. Likewise, your son could be a total, you know, spaz and cause you to, you know, go to be angry and frustrated. But at the end of the night, you could still be thankful that God at least gave you a son. Right. But not necessarily proud of him at that moment. Yeah. I think, yeah. Thankfulness stands out from pridefulness. Um, So let's say I did something I was taught, some chivalry. 
uh, and, and I open up the door for a, a lady going into a store. Mm-hmm. And she turns around and says, thank you. Mm-hmm. She, she did that because I did something that I didn't have to do. I, I did something for someone else. Um, that was just a kind gesture. It took me, what, three seconds to do. Um, and she thanked me enough, if she did thank me, um, to just say, hey, you didn't have to do that. I appreciate that. Thanks a lot. Um mm-hmm. And she doesn't have to be proud of me or proud of the door. <laughs> um, and so being thankful, you don't have to have any prideness to be thankful. Yeah. And it's not like she's going to idolize those hands, you know, those hands that open doors. You know, right now, they're the only thing holding me afloat. Uh, they're only, mm-hmm. the only reason to wake up. You know, I get withdrawal when those hands don't open doors. Right, so could it be a the first question again? Is it a sin to is it idolatry to be proud to be an American? I I I might say at some point pride and thanksgivingness can brush against each other, overlap a little bit. But to the, at what point are you proud? Are you so proud that all you're going to talk about is America and put mm-hmm. America as the ultimate? location or the perfect nation and not look at our faults as everyone has faults um then i would say yeah maybe that proudness is is self-pride um versus thankfulness for what god has allowed i think the form of pride that immediately is negative is being so proud of something that no one else can voice a concern mm-hmm and you you absolutely don't want to hear that concern or you want to like you kind of want to make that concern just so little like i, I so an example of someone that maybe is putting america as an idol um is you know if i've got friends that all they post on their social media is um you know the their their flags or american flags or their confederate flags and all they ever post is um, about our country uh, and never post about Jesus or their church or their family, well, then I'd say it, it, they put all they think about is their country. Um, mm-hmm. And that might not be a healthy thing. Uh, I, I had a friend who all actually a coworker all, all years ago that all they ever did was post political stuff mm-hmm. uh, on the, on the Democrat side Well, it didn't matter what side, but they never posted about their Bible studies um, as a minister or what they did. All they ever posted about was a certain candidate and why you should vote for her for president. And it was just very controversial. Um, his, his posts were, and it was just confusing to me. Like that must be the most important thing to you. If that's the only thing you want to post about. Mm-hmm. And then there's like the reverse proud where all you want to do is shut down um, another side. You don't even want to hear that they're doing anything positive um, because you're, you're so proud. Um, it's kind of like you're so miserable. You're relying on that miserableness to kind of carry you. Yeah. You know, you, a simple walk down Twitter, you can find 
a lot of miserable people who have just negative things to say. Yes. And Thanksgiving is coming up. And I love Thanksgiving in America. And not just because, uh, for me, it's, I call it the three or four F's of, of Thanksgiving. Family, food, football. Oh, and I'm supposed to have some faith in there too, right? Uh, <laughs> but those. So for me, I love Thanksgiving because we don't do anything except eat, get together, and hang out with family. And hopefully, I don't know about you, but somewhere in my Thanksgiving uh, time, we take time um, with the people we're spending the holiday with to sit and go around the room and say, what are we thankful for? Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a great time to be thankful. So you and I kind of came up with a list, right? We came up with a pro and con list of, are there any reasons maybe I should be or could be thankful for my country? And are there, or could there be any cons um, or reasons my, why I might not want to be prideful or, or thankful um, for my country? Mm-hmm. And so should we, should we start, do you like the good news or the bad news first? You know, let's go bad news first. Oh, all right. Good, good news at the end. I like so that. you like, do you like to eat your broccoli first um, before yeah. you eat your good stuff? Yeah, you know, I want to down that stuff as fast as possible so that I can get the sweet, sweet good news. All right, so on my list of cons, we can take some turns here. So possible reasons why I might not want to be thankful and or prideful in my country. Um, One topic is I live in America, and America is, is not a godly country. Um, there's, you know, an aura or back in the day, it was always said America, you know, is such a godly country or mm-hmm. they're a Christian nation, I think is the term. I, when I grew up in the eighties, that was used. We are a Christian nation. And as I grew, grew into adulthood, I realized that, that, that was not the case. Um, and then doing ministry with international students, they would often come in and say, oh, I hear America's a Christian nation. And I'd say, no, it's not. <laughs> Because uh, mm-hmm. we don't act like Christians uh, as a nation, uh, oftentimes, in, yeah. in my own opinion. You can feel free to agree or disagree with that comment. But I don't think we always um, have God as our priority as a country. Yeah. So that might be one reason. Um, uh, so, for instance, there's times that our country is greedy mm-hmm. uh, and and selfish. Uh, and now, at some point, you need to be so that you can continue to be a nation. But I think there's been times we've been overly selfish um, mm-hmm. and overly greedy in, in a variety of ways. We're not going to get, I'm not going to bring up any specific ones, but mm-hmm. I would, you know, say that maybe those are some reasons why I wouldn't want to be thankful um, when there's been times like that. Mm-hmm. So, some, our country, many people think that because we've done bad things, because we have bad things in our record, things that, should have never been done or things we absolutely need to repent of that there's reasons that our country should not, we shouldn't be thankful for our country. We shouldn't be proud of our country. Um, and, you know, we should show no respect to it uh, based on those things. And, and just to, to, to point out the wars, even with the wars within our own country, you know, yeah. thousands upon hundreds of thousands of deaths. Um, that that people have taken a stand against it, and we look back and would be like, "Really? That's that's really." 
Um, but as you said, while we have flaws, just like my myself, um, or if you're married, you, your spouse will know your flaws. Do they only look at the two or three flaws and disregard all the positive things, hopefully, and good things I am doing? Um, and so we got to look at the, the big picture. Um, yeah. Not ignore any small parts, but in, within the big picture, what are we able to, to see? Right. Seeing the dignity of our country and its value, despite its flaws. Yep. And I like that you bring up every country. Because it's true if you talk to someone internationally and you said, you know, what is your country really bad at doing or what is one thing they should change? You know, they'll tell you, they'll say, yeah, this one thing makes me very sad about my country. So it's, it's good to know that, like, as bad as you feel about your own country, like everyone has something about their country they wish they would have changed. I'll give a quick uh, example that <clears throat> happened in a Bible study uh, when I was in Minneapolis. Is we had um, this uh, student, and they were just really frustrated with um, uh, what was going on with with things in America at the time. And and out of her frustration, she said, "And you know, it's and and referring to uh, the treatment of minorities in America, which has not always been the best." Uh, but she said, you know, slavery for the world is in it. She said, it's all because of the white man. And I said, I said, well, uh, I would say that the white men have done bad things. But even if we look at the Bible, you know, 2,500 years ago, the Egyptians enslaved the Israelites for hundreds of years. Um, mm-hmm. You know, slavery is, is, is something I think that spans beyond uh, the races we currently have and goes back into history to be just something that every nation um, in the past has, has dealt with. Um, and yeah, every, everyone has our flaws, but if we only look at our flaws, we're not going to grow or get anywhere. All right. Right. And we, we all wish we could build a time machine and go back to the time during the time when someone invented slavery and just kind of smack them around and say, no, that's bad. Stop. And I can definitely understand where that person's coming from because all American movies about the Bible have white people in it. So I can see where they think that white people invented slavery if they're watching the story of Moses and everybody's white. And that uh, was, I was talking to a guy from uh, a student who came to faith in one of our Bible studies and he was for the Dominican Republic, and he was sharing how the Americans had done stuff that wasn't great. He didn't think, from his perspective down there, um, and and talking about it, one of those things was, you know, the Americans told us that Jesus was blonde and blue-eyed, but that's not possible. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. um, and so because of our Americanism, we've taken Christianity in some ways and turned it into this American flavor and said that this American flavor then is Christianity and everyone needs to be the same as us in our worship. Yeah. There's but. that, there's that famous meme where a son bought a picture of Jesus, Jesus. for his grandmother right. and she loved it. And then the joke, and he knew the joke was that it was a picture of Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, the young Obi-Wan Kenobi, but everyone kind of passed it. To- Passes off. That's what Jesus looks like, including that man's grandma. That's funny. Yeah, Ewan McGregor. Um, this uh, last thing I had for cons was it made me think of this 
song I used to sing uh, back in the day. Uh, and it was a little, just, I don't know, a church song. I don't think it was a kid's song, but we sang it. It said, this world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me from heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Lord, you know I have no friend like you. If heaven's not my home, then Lord, what will I do? So that mm-hmm. just makes me think of that we can be thankful, and maybe there's, maybe you have some things that you are prideful of of our country um, that they've done. But any way you look at it, we should be thankful that heaven is our eventual long-term home, and all the negative things we see here will not be there. Right. is is encouraging to me that you know what while i i'm given this hand dealt you know poker hand right now and it might not be the best but i know later i'm going to be in a better spot so i'll and be I thankful think, that i'm here i think that's the win-win situation and it's also the one that people are very naive against um you know because it's great news that the poverty we see is not the final product. If, if America was the final product of God's plan, man, refund, you know, it's getting a bad Yelp review. But if God has a final plan that's bigger and greater and beyond just a simple nation's ideals, no matter how good that nation is, that's um, a win-win for everybody. <laughs> you know, the guy who's been poor his whole life, the person who's been picked on or harassed their whole life, um, they have something greater and better to look forward to. Yes. Well, enough of the broccoli. Let's get to the meat and potatoes. What What are the pro- pros, maybe, for uh, being thankful for my country? So being thankful, we've already discussed that it's not an idolatry. Um, but it is a form of honoring the gift giver or in this case, honoring authority. Whether you think you should be thankful because you think your pres- the, person, the people in power are doing a great job, and there's room in scripture where we're supposed to honor what authority is doing in our life, or you think it's a gift from God, you know, both are acceptable. I agree. Um another pro would be that at least our country america is fairly large and there are some beautiful places mm-hmm. we've got deserts to the grand canyon to rivers and lakes and mountains and boring cornfields in the middle mm-hmm. uh snowstorms hurricanes like we've got just these powerful nature things that i'm going to say god god things in a way the that are just amazing. And so for me, I'm thankful that uh, for where I live and even the colors of the trees in the fall, to me, you just look at that and like, wow, this is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine anyone in any country being like, man, our country from end to end is just a go, you know, like so bland, <laughs> so gray. Even the smallest country has probably some beautiful landscapes. Uh, another one I put down is similar to what we talked about um, a little bit ago. We we can't control where we're born. Um, 
but we should be thankful that we are born and that we are born in a country, <laughs> you know, like even if we're in a, in a bad country, um, if you are born in a bad country that can, you still find something to be thankful for. And a little bit, I've got, we got a couple, at least one Bible verse that tells you that we should be able to find things to be thankful for, despite whatever's going on. I know. A lot of people think that, yes, it's easy to be thankful in America. You know, everything is tolerated. You're not going to get slapped on the wrist for saying something. Well, at least not from the government. Maybe from Twitter, but that's it. Um, But, you know, the Bible says, you know, everywhere God is, there's something to be thankful for. Definitely. I I think if if you're looking for it, you'll find it. Mm -hmm. Um, Being thankful is showing God that you recognize his good gifts. He is the giver of all good gifts. When the son asks for bread, he doesn't give it a stone. When our forefathers asked for a country of their own, God did not say, here's a stone. Now, you know, here's something horrible to do bad with. Right. Um, You put down being miserable about your country as a different form of idolatry. Mm -hmm. So just as if I, you know, love my country for the things I think are great. And it takes up all of my, it consumes who I am and all my focus. Um, sometimes there's things I might not like, and I could be miserable about it. And if if it all, all I talk about or all I ever do is watch the news and complain about it and bring it up at Thanksgiving dinner, um, and then that in itself could also be a form of idolatry. Mm-hmm. You know, and miserable people are miserable no matter who's president. I thought... You know, when this Republican becomes president, you know, this group is going to be happy. They're going to be saying positive things. You know, praises are going to come out of their mouth. No, they're just miserable about the opponents to that person and how unfair it is to work under those opponents. So, you know, miserable is an attitude above anything else. Definitely. And I think that's something we're talking about today or kind of hitting on is... um, Pride can be an attitude, but thankful can be an attitude um, in a lot of ways. Uh, for, you know, the news needs to post negative things, which makes the positive things sound better when they post them. But for every negative thing we hear on the news, um, there's hopefully there's righteous things that are, you know, not reported. You know, whether it's uh, me and a, a buddy that I discipled in Minnesota, we would walk around downtown Minneapolis a couple times a month and look for a homeless person and take them to lunch. Um, and we wouldn't then go say, Hey, we took a homeless person to lunch. Yeah. We wouldn't go bragging about it. We would just do it because we think that that's what Jesus would do. Um, right. So like, for every 1% of a judge doing something greedy and selfish, like 99% of the other judges are making righteous calls and righteous claims. And for every 1% like of, a, of a police officer doing something reckless and endangering, the 99% of the other police officers are doing something that gains trust in their community. And, you know, the, of course, they're not going to be in the news because, you know, news isn't, doesn't get good reviews if it's only talking about the good, 
good stuff that happens. Definitely. Would would you like subscribe to a news channel that just tells you like positive things that are happening, like looking out for things that are just like amazing and wonderful and praiseworthy and just kind of skips the bad stuff? I do. There I can't remember what station, but there's a Christian radio station and that's one thing I like is they just uh report stuff that you don't hear anywhere else. But it'll be like, Hey, there was a church in you know, so-and-so Idaho, probably where this guy lives, Joseph lives, um, you know, that that decided to buy a trailer for a homeless person and, you know, or a family that didn't have a good home. Um, you know, there's there's things like that that happen. And uh, there's a couple of radio stations that they do give things like that, but most of them don't. Um, but yeah, yeah I, would, I would subscribe to something that just talked about all the really cool things that God is doing through people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a great business model. I think we should go into business doing that. Also, you know, it's amazing to think that, like, every state has, like, hundreds of nonprofits, and those nonprofits just exist to make people's lives better. Like, right now, as we are talking, nonprofits are doing wholesome things to improve someone's life. Yes, I think there's lots to be thankful for if we really look around and stop looking at ourselves or our cell phones. Um, mm-hmm. And there are places to think, things we can be thankful for every day. Mm-hmm. So there are, um, did you know, depending on the version, but there are two verses in the New Testament that together only have four words in them. So, of course, I want to memorize them because then I could be like, hey, I memorized two verses and only four words. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's First Thessalonians 5, 16 says, rejoice always. Or another version says, be joyful always. And that's three words. Mm-hmm. And then the next verse says, pray continually. Or some versions say, pray without ceasing. So, four to six words, depending on how you want to look at this. Um, Rejoice always, pray continually, and then the verse after that is a little longer, but I want to include it. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And and so we should be looking for the things we can be thankful for, not just saying, hey, Mike, I'm thankful for you as a friend, but how about, you know what, Mike, I thank God for you. Mm-hmm. So even if we're thankful for things, can that attitude and realization be, I'm not just thankful for my friend, but ultimately I'm thankful for it because he's in my life because God put yeah. in there. Yeah. And, you know, Philippians, it's not on our list, but Philippians chapter four says the remedy to worry is to pray with a thankful heart. Yep. Yep. You wrote and, Psalm 106, verse 1, Praise the Lord, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Our gratefulness towards our country is not necessarily that everyone who's ever done anything for our country is a great guy with amazing genetics and skills coming out the wazoo. But we're, we're thanking God because it's his character to make good things. Definitely agree. Yeah, it's um, my mind spinning on thankfulness. All the things I can be thankful for. 
I always find uh, the next verse, 1 Peter 2.17. Uh, before I go into this verse, there are actual scholars out there that because the Bible tells us to respect authority and honor the, our kings and the people in authority, they say that doesn't sound right. And that's why I think that the Romans are the actual, the, you know, the Roman Caesars and people in government were the ones who actually wrote the New Testament because stuff like that is written in there. Um, I met someone who's been reading a book who believes that um, the New Testament was like commissioned by the Roman government because that's what gave them control. I don't know, fun food for thought. But this yeah. next verse, First Peter 2.17, show proper respect to everyone. Okay. Love the family of believers. Got it. Fear good. Okay. Honor the emperor. Wait a minute. You mean that guy I'm supposed to be miserable about all the time? Yep, that guy. Yeah. I, I think a way to honor... God is also to honor the authority he's put into place. Which would mean I have to acknowledge that God ultimately is in control. Right. A lot of people, a lot of people um, think that they're on God's, you know, full-time criticism department. Like, you know, God hired me to criticize our government and the people in it. And, you know, I've been clocking in faithfully for the last 40 years. And, you know, there's no, there's no verse that says, you know, God needs more critical spirits uh, to shout at the government. You know, here I am, Lord, send me, send me. Yes, here I am. Send me. Mm -hmm. I think we've mostly answered this question, or at least explored the topic of our country and yeah. our pride versus our thankfulness um, and acknowledgement that ultimately we'll 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 have our identity not in our country here, but in a, in our eternity location. Mm hmm. But being thankful is not the same as idolatry. Mm -hmm. And being proud is more about the maker of all good things, God, than it is expecting the finite thing to be perfect and good all the time. Right. So I think to answer your question, to, does it mean I can't be thankful to live in America? No, I, I don't think it means you can't be, but I think, are you just thankful yourself? Or are you thanking God for where you're at? Mm -hmm. And it's God in that Thanksgiving. Yes. Thankful things don't have to be 100% perfect. They can be criticized. They can change to be better. And you can still be thankful for them because not everything is 100% good or 100% bad. There's wiggle room. Any other things we want to think we need to tell Joe in response uh, no. to his letter? No, I, unless uh, 
Well, we can't tell them who to vote for. The primaries are over. And I vote for Jesus. I always write in. Yep. It's Jesus or Mickey Mouse are the number two, like one and two writings. (laughs) And you know what? Our government has not honored any of those candidates. So that's my one criticism. But I'm thankful for all the others we have. That's right. Well, friends on the fringe, uh, Mm -hmm. we'd love to hear your inquiries and your questions. Please send them to us and we would love to put them on the podcast. If your question gets on the podcast, we'll give you a free discount to Mike's uh, Fiverr account. That's awesome to get any business on my Fiverr account. Uh, The fact that you brought it up makes me proud and thankful. That's right. Well, we're two friends having big conversations about the soul. So thank you very much. And we will see you next time.